and we are live with From the Stands, episode 15? 16. 16. I'm not good at counting. I'm not good at math. But we are back with episode 16, and we had a wild week in the Pick'em last week. Joe went over. Unfortunately. Zero points last week. It was rigged, bro. It was not rigged. Hockey's rigged. It was not rigged. I think that's the first time in From the Stands history we have had an over. No, I think you went over once um, last season. I don't believe so. I'm I, sure you don't believe so. If I feel anybody like, did it, it would have been. Like, it would have been you. I feel like we would have talked about it more if I went over. No, we would have just talked about it that episode and then moved on. I mean, it's not really my fault though. We didn't play any basketball, no football. It was all hockey and baseball, which are the two. We had one basketball sports. game in there. But we all lost that one. Well, we all did lose that yeah, one. That's fair. So that one doesn't count. I am rocking and rolling on Sunday night baseball right now. I'm kicking Sunday night baseball's ass. Um, I went one for two in hockey. No, I went two for three in hockey this week. Yeah. Not too bad. Um, real quick, I want to touch on that, and Lance will probably have something to add. Edmonton Oilers and the Kings. Game seven this past Saturday night made me a hockey fan. Like, I, I am a true hockey fan now after watching game we, seven. You talk about the one we watched? Yeah. That was game six. No, it was game – was it? It was game six because the Oilers were up 3-2. Two, and, two they, and they won. They and they clinched. Two. Okay. Game six of the Oilers-Kings series made me a hockey fan. High-scoring matchup. It was 4-4 with four minutes left to go in the game. Edmund come, Edmonton comes down, scores a goal. There's about three minutes left in the game. The energy in that place was insane. Well, it not was, really because it was in L.A., but. Whatever. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I don't remember that clearly other than the goal, but that was a great game. That game was a lot of fun to watch, even the, though I was on the losing end. The competitiveness in that game was awesome. I don't think it was as good as the uh, Florida Panthers against your uh, Boston Bruins in Game 7. It's the biggest choke in sports history. It's a bad time to be a Boston sports fan right now. It's the biggest choke yeah, in sports look, history. Boston, The Boston Bruins have the biggest choke in sports history. And then the next day, Houston Harden comes in for Philly and fucking cooks the Celtics, bro. That was 45 Dude, I was so happy to see James Harden back in, like, Houston, Houston form. Harden, yeah. It was... Great to see because Harden's always been more overhated, yeah, in my opinion, sure. than he should be. And it was the longest stretch in NBA history between 40-point playoff games. It had been like eight and a half years Dang. since his last 40-point playoff performance. He was 25 then. He's 33 now. I like Harden. I like Harden, too. It was great to see him lead the Sixers to a much – I wouldn't say a much needed, but – it definitely gives them a little bit of wiggle room with still not knowing the status of Joel Embiid. Definitely gives them a little wiggle room to come out and just play hardball in game two, but not be so worried about going down 0-2 without Joel Embiid. Yeah. It was an all-around team win for the did Sixers. You, did you watch that game, though? Yeah, we watched it. We wa- Well, we watched the fourth quarter. Okay, that fourth quarter pass, the Boston Celtics player, you know what I'm talking about? So th- he passed it directly to Maxi on the steal at the end of the game. That wasn't a steal, but yeah, like with thirty seconds left. Thirty seconds. Oh, left. that was brutal. That was. I don't. Who was he trying to pass that ball to? I'm not sure. There was nobody in the. There was nobody at the top of the court, bro. 
and he just chucked it. I don't know if it was a better all-around team win for the Sixers or more of a Celtics collapse. I think it just shows Jason Tatum can't lead the team. Because when we were watching, we had turned it off after like, there was like five minutes left to go. In the, no, 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 we watched till halftime. And the Celtics were up, what, 10 at half? Something like that. It wasn't, it wasn't 12. It wasn't. It hadn't been much of a game no, in the first looked, half. It looked even less competitive than the score showed. Like the way I had been watching the game, the Celtics should have been up 20 at half. Yeah. So I said, all right, I don't want to watch this. And we turned on um, what hockey game was on? Rangers and um, Devils. Devils. Another, Another very yeah. shocking <laughs> series. That um, was the first. It was the first series win in the playoffs the, for the Devils in like ten, 10 years. And then what about the Seattle Kraken, dude? I done told you, motherfucker. Game seven against the Avalanche. You. I just picked the wrong game, but I knew they were going to win the series. It's their second season in the NHL. Yeah, I know. Second season is an expansion team, and they beat a really solid Colorado, the defending champions in the first round to yeah. get their first. Um, playoff win as a franchise. The time is now for hockey expansion teams. And All I want to say better is get one while you can. New Yorkers talk so much shit about the the Rangers and the Knicks making the playoffs and being competitive this year. The Rangers just got eliminated, and then the, the Knicks are probably going to be bounced. I say five games. Miami takes them. You say five. Five. You think four? Heat and four. I think the Knicks will get one. Break out the brooms. I no, especially because the Knicks have their – they lost game one on their home court. Yeah, but they're, they're playing up. tonight without without Butler. Yeah, but aren't the Knicks playing without Brunson and – or not Brunson, aren't they playing without Randall? Those guys are just questionable. They haven't been yeah. ruled out. They haven't been ruled out. If they're ruled out, I, I think the Heat take game two on the Knicks court. Who's going to be scoring the points? For the Heat? Yeah. Um, I Bam? think I think Bam has a big night down low, and I think Ty, not Tyler, Tyler Harris, no, no, no. no, Kyle I think Lowry, Kyle Lowry is going to come out and ball, and I think Duncan Robinson gets hot behind the arc tonight, drops 15, 18. Kyle Lowry with twenty five, Bam with thirty. I need Bam to get like twenty boards. That's all I need. Double double from Bam tonight, for sure, guaranteed double double out of Bam tonight. He only had eight last game. If Jimmy was playing tonight. It's an automatic sweep. It's yeah. an automatic sweep. Automatic. Without Jimmy on the court tonight, I could see it going five games. I could see the Knicks grabbing one on their home court tonight, but I still think that he got a solid chance to sweep. Dude, I don't think there's anybody in the East. I think Heat run through Philly or Boston as long as everybody stays healthy. I think they match up better against – I honestly think they match up better against Boston, in my opinion. I don't think either one. Ba- think yeah, but Boston one. doesn't have a cert like a certified big. Al Horford. He's old as shit, bro. Bam is giving him hell down low. Yeah, that's true. Bam against Embiid is the newly I mean, acquainted they just, MVP. They just destroyed the biggest team in the league in the Bucks. Fair. It's a valid point. So I don't think size really matters. I just think Joel. I think that matchup gives him a little bit more difficulty than Boston does, in my opinion. Oh yeah, because they have a the Sixers have a true leader in Embiid, whereas the uh, Celtics have Jason Tatum, who doesn't know if he wants to lead or take the backseat to Jalen Brown. If if the Hawks are a little bit more experienced and have just like one more piece, they just need one more shooter, and Dejounte Murray doesn't get suspended a game, the Hawks had a solid chance to knock off the Celtics in the first round. 
Yeah. yeah, but they they did win that game without Dejounte, so you can't say uh, Dejounte being suspended. No, didn't I'm just give the Hogs a chance. I'm, uh, that they were already that series was already done. So I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if he doesn't get suspended, if they have one more shooter, they just they needed a guy like Dylan Brooks. No, they needed like not right now, but like a Danny Green in his prime would have been the perfect piece to that puzzle for the Hawks this year in the in the Playoffs. Kevin Herter or Malik Monk. Yeah, if we had somebody like that, like we were, we had a very solid chance to beat the Celtics. Very solid chance. I, I, mean, I think the Celtics are low key frauds, but I guess we'll find out. I think they'll lose to the, I think the Sixers will win the series. Yeah, I got the Sixers for sure. All right, with that being said, let's hop into the pick'em. The new standings are as such. I am your leader, your sole leader. Joe is in second place. Lance is now very close behind, only one point behind Joe. So it's going to be a battle for last place this week. <laughs> it's crazy because I don't think there's been any week that I haven't been, been in last. last. <laughs> so we or could at see, least tied for last. We could see something. Uh, we could see the stand. Cook. We could see history be made this week. No, just let me no, cook. No. Just let me cook. Let we him cook. Week, let him cook. No way. Let him cook. There's no way that happens again. We're you don't going, think so? We're going at least four for five this week. I'm here, and I'm coming. Are you checking the Braves game in the middle of no, the podcast? I'm pulling up the pitching matchup oh, the for the Sunday Padres. night baseball game because okay. we're about to talk about it. Anyways, interrupted, but the first game on the slate, Sunday night baseball again. We've got Dodgers and Padres. Yeah, let me know who's pitching because that's really going to make my pick for me. It's in San Diego, but that doesn't Noah Syndergaard against Blake Snell. Give me the Padres. Padres. Give me the Padres. Padres got the better lineup, in my opinion. Um, Blake Snell is light years better than Noah Syndergaard at this point in their career. Dude, some of these stats are crazy. And I'm taking the pods at home on Sunday Night Baseball. Snell has 18 walks in 29 innings right now. That's pretty bad, but I think he... Yeah, but look at the ERAs. They're both center guards one and three. Snell's one and four. Center guards got a six point three ERA. Snell has a five point three ERA. Yeah, Lee, that is bad. That walk to ratio, that walk to K ratio is not even horrible. a two to one. Doesn't matter. I'm still taking. I'm and still taking is, the pods at home. It is in San Diego. Yeah, pods at home. Sunday baseball. Blake Snell. It's a dub. Joe, you're in, yeah, you're in second. Give me the home team. The Padres. <laughs> I knew that was Padres. coming. Um, he's going to take the fucking Yeah, he's going to take the Dodgers. Dodgers on some dumb shit. And then be mad and say, oh, brother. Blah, blah. Give me the home team. No. Oh, no, <laughs> man. I was hoping I was going to talk you into the Dodgers, but no, I, guess, I guess not. With Cindergard, that's not an island I think I want to be on this weekend. There's no reverse psychology working for me today. Now... The Dodgers will win like 10 to 1 on Sunday Night Baseball. Yeah, probably. But as long as we all lose together, I, I don't mind. Game two is Thursday night after this episode will be posted. Lakers and Warriors. This is such a tough game to pick. Game twos are probably the hardest to pick in a seven-game series, in my opinion. The Dubs are at home. They have been phenomenal at home this year. Absolutely phenomenal. Here's my thing, though. I don't know if the Dubs can take two straight. But Golden State has owned LeBron in his career. 
owned. Steph is 15-7 and seven against LeBron in the playoffs. I think he continues a dominant run. Take Warriors game two. Let's think. So it seems like the pattern has been usually if there's an upset at home, it usually happens in the first game, right? Right. So like the Heat, they're two. I mean, they upset the Bucks at home in game one. Then and they the Bucks are gonna and the Bucks are gonna take game two. They already did. And then they upset the Knicks. Oh, were they up to game three already? No, no, the Bucks. That was the last series. Last series. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then they beat the Knicks at home, and the Knicks probably going to win tonight without Jimmy Butler. And there's been a, the Boston Celtics loss at home to the Philadelphia 76ers. So I think that the Warriors might lose at home tonight. And if they do, they're not going to lose twice. So I'm taking Warriors, game two, beat LeBum. Beat AD because AD is either going to have an amazing game tonight and a shit game Thursday or the opposite because you can't get two straight good games out of AD. So I'm no. taking the Warriors. Okay. I think the Warriors are going to win tonight. Um, and then they'll win. They'll play pretty well. Draymond will, Draymond will say some goofy, goofy shit on his podcast. And you don't poke bears. I don't think they're taking both at home. I got the Lakers winning game two. Okay. You can be on that island. And by the way, if you ever see LeBron fighting a bear in the forest, help you LeBron or he's going to die. Help the bear. Help LeBron or he's going to die. He just shipped a bear off to China. That was the so. corniest line I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> the corniest. They tried so, to make it seem like it was a hard line. Dude, I saw it on his Instagram and all these like verified accounts underneath are like, Hard bar, the goat, the king, don't poke the bear. I'm like, dude, please quit agging on this elementary school shit we got going on. MJ would never. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, give me game three. Game three is Friday night. We got the first game at home for the Sixers, Celtics, and 76ers. First game at home for the Sixers. Celtics are going to take game two at home. But I got the Sixers winning this series in six, and that's going to happen with them winning game three. First game at home. Hopefully the first game Joel Embiid is back on the court. We're taking Sixers game three. Give me the home team. I'm going with the Sixers. (laughs) Shocker. Dude, I don't know. And you think Embiid will be back by game three? Yeah, for sure. Especially if the series is tied 1-1. They stole a game in Boston in game one. Yeah. Stole a game. Tatum's going to come out and drop 35. Tonight? Tonight. I want to... They play tonight? No. Or... No. Wait. No, they play tomorrow. Yeah. No, there's no way. Game two is Wednesday. Game three is Friday. Really? Yeah. yeah. yeah the yeah. only game on tonight is... Because they just Lakers played last Warriors. night. They're not going back to back. The only game tonight, Tuesday night. Oh, that's just weird because the NBA, you know, load management and everything, be giving these guys four days in between games to travel between Boston and Philadelphia. I don't know. I think the Celtics will get a game in Philly. I just don't know if it's game three or four. I don't think they win two straight, and I don't see them dropping two straight at home. Yeah, but I think they probably win game two, and then I don't know if they take that momentum into game three. But if Embiid's Embiid's probably going to be back, I'll take the Sixers. Okay. Give me game four. Game four is actually a game three. Also on Friday, Nuggets and Suns. All right, so this is tough. 
because the Nuggets have just looked dominant against the Suns so far. KD's had some shooting trouble. He's had, especially in game two, he struggled last night shooting from the floor. D-Book took over again, and it still wasn't enough. They didn't even score 90 points last night. Chris Paul's now injured, so you've got your facilitator injured, and it looked like uh, probably just – it looked like a groin injury. I don't know how severe that is, having had a few myself before and some pulled muscles in that area. It does not feel good. I don't see him playing game three. Maybe he does, but I, I, I just don't see it. But it's the first game at home for the Suns. They're down 2-0. They lose this one. The series is over. I got to rock with the Suns. Give me the home team. No. <laughs> I'm taking the Suns. There's no way that they go down 3-0 to the Nuggets. I mean, they're not as bad as the Timberwolves. You, ah, Dude, you'd think, and Chris Paul's out. I want to, mm, It sucks when y'all take the same pick because I don't want to clean sweep every game. Like, I want to add a little bit of some spice some spice to it. So that's what we're going to do. I think the Nuggets go up 3-0 with no Chris Paul. Um, I, I know I took the Suns to win the chip, but they look just about as good as the T-Wolves right now. There's no chemistry. There's not really much going on on that side of the court. Defense has looked... Kind of pitiful. Jokic finally took over a game. Finally, I've been waiting on it, dude. Finally. Was it 39 and 16? Was it last night or was it the night before? Last night. Last night? Yeah, because we watched it up to the end of the third quarter. He finally. D-Book was getting spicy. We were like, oh, shit, this game's going to be good. And I was like, but I'm going to bed. Yeah. yeah. I think Jokic is going to take over another game and the Nuggets go up 3 0. I like that pick Hot for you. Hot take. Yeah, I, I also enjoy that pick for you. All right, give me game five. Game five is another game three. This one is on Saturday. We got the Knicks and we got the Heat. First game in Miami. I don't even care if Jimmy Buckets is playing. Give me the Heat. Give me the home team. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking the Heat. I mean, if Jimmy Butler's playing tonight, it'd be a clean sweep. But they're definitely not losing to Miami, so give me Hemi. You mean they're definitely not losing to New York? Or they're definitely not losing in Miami? In Miami. Okay. Give me the home team. Yeah. yeah, there we go. There we go. Glad you took a well-educated dis- Give me the guess. home team. So, I've got to, if I pick up my two points on these islands, there might be some history. You could also fall behind two points on those islands. You could also fall well behind. Well behind. Well, I'd only be down three. You took, did you take Lakers game two? Yeah. Okay. I took Lakers. So, I've points. got a chance to go up. One, two. This game. You took the Sixers? Yeah. The These three, the baseball, Celtics, Sixers, and Knicks Heat were all sweeps. Y'all two were together here, and I took so Lakers. So I've got a chance Nuggets. to pick up three points on you. Well, since you're in first now, I don't care. I'm just trying to catch up to Joe. Well, that's fair. I can break double digits this week, baby. Let's go. Let's go. All right. We'll switch gears a little bit. Going to get into some storylines first, and we were just talking about it a little bit. Can the Suns overcome a 2-0 series deficit? 
and a piggyback question to that, so you can kind of answer both at the same time. Is this CP3's last meaningful ring chance? Answer to the second question? Absolutely. No. No? No? No. Hey, Joe, come a little bit closer to your mic. No? He's like damn near 40 years old, man. No. You think he can have another I think impactful he's, season last year, enough to make that ring mean something, not just to the basketball world, but to him. If yeah, he if he I, plays again, it'll be like if the Miami Heat get a ring this year, it'll be he'll be Udonis. No, man, he won't I be think that bad. He's got enough in the tank for one more year. I think next year, if they lose this, next year is his last dance. But I don't think this year he's just going to be like, whoa, I'm a little old. It's time to. I don't see him hanging it up. I just don't. Can, I don't. I don't know if he can come out next season and average 17, 18 points per game. Maybe the Suns will get Trey Young. For who? Chris Paul? No, 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 no. Just for some <laughs> draft picks. I mean, Trey Young's probably going to, I think, he's probably going to get, get traded eventually. You think so? Yeah. I don't see him going anywhere now with a new coach. Maybe you're right. but He looked a little bit more, especially in his pressure. Especially in his pressures, <laughs> he looked more like a team player. <laughs> it looked like Quinn Snyder had gotten him a little bit more back on yeah. the bandwagon. At the end of the season, maybe they'll get Dame. Dude, Trey <laughs> and Dame would be insane. We would shoot 35 threes a game. You think they tell DeJounte to fuck off for Dame? Hell no. You just moved DeJounte to small forward. Can DeJounte play small forward? Hell yeah. He's like 6'9. <sighs> no way DeJounte Murray is 6'9. No, he's not that tall. He's like 6'7, I think. I don't know. Pretty I'm sure like, that seems crazy I'm pretty sure for six, a shooting guard. I'm pretty sure he's 6'7, bro. Watch him be like 6'3". Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Let's see. I think, I think Dame, six, seven, I, think, though. I think Dame could go to like the Knicks or something. Make them a serious contender. Dude, if Dame came to the Hawks, like we've got a solid chance in the East. DeJounte Murray is 6'5", so he'd be a he'd be a short, small forward. Yeah, somewhat, but I mean, are you really, I don't think I don't are, think are you really going to tell Dame to fuck off for DeJounte Murray? Yeah. Are you? What do you mean to fuck uh, that, No, no, that, no. If they get Dame, that system won't work with Trey, Dame, and DeJounte at the small forward. I think – I mean, it's a small ball lineup, but also Trey probably doesn't want Dame on the same team as him. If he can't even handle DeJounte – Trey needs to play with no, someone but like he had, he had no problems with DeJounte this season. I'm not saying, like, at a at a personal level, but it seemed like once they brought somebody else in to, like, be his – be the Robin to his Batman. Yeah, but we've seen this before. It's their first off, it's their first season together. And we've seen this before in other systems. We saw it when Kyrie went to Boston. We saw it with CP3 in Houston and with Russ in Houston. Yeah. We saw it with Russ in Los Angeles. Yeah. Even AD and Braun didn't work out very well in their first season. Yeah. So... There's always growing pains. Kyrie and Luca. Kyrie and Luca, like you got to give you got to give guys time to gel together, mesh together. Luca. The one person I would like to see get moved off the Hawks is freaking John Collins. Yeah. But nobody's picking up that ridiculous contract. I I mean it would be lit to see Trey, Dame, Dejounte, Clint, those guys, but the. Trailblazers will also want more than just like picks for Dame. 
they're going to get Trey or DeJounte. There's no way. I give up Trey. I would also give up Trey. <laughs> I like, you know, I like Trey. Trey's my guy in, in Atlanta. We were, we hadn't been relevant. We had been relevant in the sense of the East was trash, and we always had like a scrappy squad that could get maybe you know, a game or two from a two seat or something. Or no, that's why, that's no, why no, no. We would, we made it to the Eastern Conference Finals like three out of five years in the early 2010s, but we lost to Braun every time because we never had a superstar. If the East was so trash all these years, why is the argument always? LeBron carried an awful team to the finals every year. When all he had to do was go through the East. All he had to do was beat the Hawks for most of those years. Exactly. So why is that an accomplishment? Yeah, like he had to beat Jeff Teague and Paul Millsap. Kyle Korver. Yeah, come on, man. He wasn't playing against fucking Isaiah Thomas, fucking Carl Malone, or that's a different conference, but MJ's just the GOAT, man. Yeah. Little tangent, sorry. This this episode of the podcast took an interesting turn. Yeah, we definitely got off track. Can okay. the Suns can the Suns overcome the two zero deficit? No, no. I'm gonna go with yes. Can they're gonna pull Warriors if D book can stay hot? It's not about D book; it's about KD. If D book, but D book has to stay hot. If D book can stay hot, he hasn't and, had and a they problem can, staying hot though, and they can find some way to get KD involved. Find some way to get KD involved. Get him in the post. KD in the post on some fadeaways. Money. Get him the ball in space. Allow him to, to run ISO. Like, KD is a ball handler. KD is one of the best scorers of our generation. Like, KD's a generational talent. So, you just got to find ways to get him more involved and create better shot looks for him. And let him get going early in a game. Let him knock down a couple easy shots, and and he can get going. I also don't know if we'll see. Like I don't think I see Nikola have a thirty nine sixteen double double again in the series. I do, and it might take one or two more of those games for the Nuggets to win. I mean, Jamal Murray was horrible last night. That's through, the only reason through three quarters he had four points or six points on like three of thirteen shooting. And that's what, I mean, like, Jamal's either going to go for 30 or he's going to go for, like, 12. Aaron Gordon is not consistent. Michael Porter Jr. is not consistent. The Suns have the better squad. KCP's pretty good, though. KCP's pretty solid. But you got to get you got to get Aiton involved down low. You got to get that man the ball in the post, some pick and rolls if CP3's healthy. But if, it's a Sun, if it turns out to be Suns versus Warriors or even – even Suns versus Lakers, Aiton's getting cooked by either one of them, Looney or AD, and he got cooked by Jokic last night. Oh yeah, yeah I don't Jokic. think I don't think Kavon Looney is a better player, but I think Kavon Looney got that dog in him. Like Kavon Looney wants it more; he wants to prove that he's better. He's gonna body the man down low. Jokic has made Aiton his bitch through two games. I would hope so. He's the back-to-back MVP. Should be three time. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> No. So glad they finally gave it up this year and gave it to Joel. Joel deserved that shit. Should have gave it to Trey Young. <sighs> ah, um, dude, they started well, chanting MVP in the when he played against the Celtics at the the game. I was at. Most Did they? Yeah. Most valuable pussy. <laughs> yeah. Well, my favorite news of the day came out today. Get ready to learn Chinese, Dylan Brooks. The Shanghai Sharks, baby, are calling. T1 the Gri- Tigers. The Grizzlies have announced they will not bring back D-Book. 
under any circumstances is what they said. Don't ever call that man D-Book again. Oh, it was just... Hell nah. My apologies. There's only one D-Book. Mr. Brooks. And it's not not Dylan. Will not be back under any circumstances. I thought that was the craziest part. They said no matter what, he will not be here next year. That was crazy to me because we've seen some stuff before, like we're not bringing this guy back or... We're, you know, we're mutually yeah, agreeing we're, to part ways. Way, part ways, yeah, something like that. But to come out and blatantly state that he will never be welcome back to the team ever under any circumstance is kind of crazy. I think he's the first player I've seen that's just unanimously hated across the NBA. Because even like well, Draymond, when you start t- when Draymond has fans. <laughs> the difference Isaiah with Thomas had fans. Okay, again, it's a Hall of Famer. Well, yeah, but Draymond Green is—I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. The only reason, but he does have four rings, and he was in all four of those championships. He was never like just a five-point-per-game guy with a board and an assist. Like he wasn't coming off the bench. He was a—he was a vital part of that. Lance Stevenson. He still had big games, and when he played LeBron, he showed up against LeBron. That was the one thing he would talk shit to LeBron, but he would back it up somewhat. I mean, to be fair, a lot of the times he was talking shit was mainly on the Pacers, so it wasn't yeah. like he had a dog squad behind him that could beat LeBron's Cavs in the East. But Stevenson showed up to play, yeah, and he could actually guard LeBron. Dylan Brooks averaged like five points per game and shot in like, the series. He, I think he shot 32% from the field After, in the series. He wasn't even the best player on his team to begin with. And then you're going to call out a top three player in the league. I mean, he was the worst player in the starting five, for sure. Yeah. Because Jaws better than him. JJJ, Desmond Bain, definitely. I don't know who the, who's the fourth guy on that squad. It's a good question. Anyways. I'm honestly not sure. They're all better than Dylan Brooks. Well, and just to call out the GOAT. <laughs> Come on, bro. The GOATlet. The goat let to call out a top three player in the league right now of all people, LeBron, dude. It's like calling out LeBron nowadays is like calling out MJ in the nineties. No, it's not. You no. don't do it because LeBron's LeBron's not going to come at you with like wrath. LeBron's just going to no, but he's going to he but he's going to come in and he's going to play his game and he's going to beat you. I guarantee you, if Draymond starts talking crap, the Warriors are still winning the series. Again, okay, but Draymond is better than Dylan Brooks. Draymond has four rings to back up his talk. Dylan Brooks didn't have a fucking pot to piss in. Yeah, I know. Talking shit to LeBron. Then not only that, it's like, all right, I was thinking like, damn, Dylan Brooks out here getting feisty, man. He finna show LeBron what's up. Like, he finna come out here, average 20 points per game in this series. He's gonna play some good D. Obviously, LeBron's still gonna be LeBron. LeBron's still gonna get his buckets. But I was like... It's going to be like a Lance Stevenson 2.0 matchup against LeBron. I was like, this is going to be hype. And then right before game six, he, he says, one of these games, I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm going to light up and I'm just going to hit a couple threes in a row and put this thing away. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, then then lost, got and then they got eliminated. Lost by 40 points. That was pitiful. <laughs> that was pitiful. That was one of the worst efforts I've ever seen out of a team in any team sport. It's almost like it's almost like when like sometimes when Draymond talks shit, the Warriors are like, "Yeah, yeah, let's go!" and they get like super hype and like 
Yeah, the Grizzlies were yeah, like around him. Dylan Brooks is talking shit. They're like Dylan the Brooks. Is, Dylan Brooks is like, let's go. I poke bears, and the rest of the team is like, like dude, dude, shut. What are up. you doing? What are you doing? We're playing LeBron. Yeah, they're like, shut up. The old. And then I loved that. I loved Shaq's comment about it after Bron dropped a twenty twenty double double points and assist, and he's like points and rebounds. Points and rebounds. He was like twenty points. 20 boards. If my math is correct, that's 40, Dylan Brooks. And then the next night, they got 40 again, just in a different sense. Hilarious. All right, I'm going to move to one of my new favorite sports for a minute. (laughs) Hockey. The Stanley Cup playoffs has been lit. Absolutely amazing. I think in the first round we had Devils and Rangers – Avalanche and Kraken, Bruins and Panthers. Kings. We had at least three game sevens in the first round. And three upsets in all three. Devils were an upset. Kraken were a huge upset. And then Panthers. to cap it the, off, the, the upset of, the upset of all upsets. Is that worse than <clears throat> is that worse than your twenty eight to three Falcons? Bro, yeah. we weren't talking about that shit. Don't bring that up. No, because that would be like the Falcons. <laughs> no, that's that's way worse. That would be like the Patriots that went eighteen and zero or whatever, or sixteen and zero, going to the first round in the playoffs and losing to like going up twenty eight to three and then losing in the first round. Yeah, pretty that much because be. the Bruins were up three one. They were up three one. It was a Cavs comeback, but in the first round. That would have been like the 73-9 and nine Warriors. Losing to going like... Going up 3-1 against like the 8-seed Grizzlies. And or getting, the 8-seed Pelicans or something like and that. And getting bounced in seven. It was crazy. To all you hockey fans out there, I understand it now. I get it. I thought it was boring before. I love it now. He's a big puck guy. I, I am a big puck guy. We could call him a mother pucker. I'm a huge mother pucker. I'll be watching hockey every year now. It also... It also does help for all you hockey fans out there. Somebody like me or Lance or Joe sitting here, we all had our respective sports that we played growing up, right? Like me and Lance played baseball. Joe, you played football. So you're going to watch the sport that you played. Not only are you going to watch the sport that you played, but if you're going to watch anything other than the sport that you played, you're going to watch the most accessible games. And for years, hockey has been unaccessible, especially to somebody who lives – in the Atlanta metro area, who doesn't even have a hockey team. There's no local channel with hockey on it. And I would have had to buy, like, NHL League Pass or whatever the hell they call it. And to somebody who had never watched the sport before and didn't really understand it, I'm not going to pay to watch it. That's not how you get a new fan. So the fact that they came to a, a new TV deal and the playoffs are on TNT and ESPN – has been awesome, and as long as they continue to keep that TV deal, I will be watching hockey every single year now. I'm going to start to learn the game a little bit more, learn who's good, learn who's bad. Austin Matthews or Sidney Crosby? Austin Matthews. Cap. At the moment, Austin Matthews. Who won MVP this year, though? Because he won it last year. Did he win it again? Austin Matthews? No yeah. clue. I don't know. I mean, you got to remember, I like just got into this. Casual. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> apparently I'm just a casual of all sports. You're a bot. NPC, baby. 
straight NPC. All right, last thing I want to touch on today. The NBA has graced us with another LBJ versus Curry matchup. Another spanking of LeBron. I, I don't see it that way this year. If the Lakers win, it'll be in seven. Yeah. I could mm, I could see it in six, but no more no sooner than six. But either guess six or seven. What? If the Warriors win, we're still gonna hear the same. LeBron had no help. What Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, come on, man. They won four chips. You can't put that on LeBron. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be You won't hear it from me. Same it's gonna excuses. be complete BS. And then if Curry wins a ring this year and he has five rings. He'll be better than LeBron all time. Will he? I no. think so. No. Yeah. But I think that the debate is there. It becomes it a debate. It becomes a debate. It becomes a debate. It becomes a debate. But what I don't want to see is I don't want to see Curry win this year and win one more before he retires because I definitely don't want him to have six rings like MJ. I don't want that, man. I don't want that to be a conversation. Oh, real quick, we can I can piggyback off this right here. I'd rather it be Steph than LeBron. Is Curry the best point guard of all time now? Or does he have to win one more? Magic's got four, right? Five. I think um, the I don't, won five. I don't know if I'd be willing to give it right now because he's still probably got at least three more good years, three, yeah. four more good years, maybe five. But maybe if he so. wins it this year, not talking about what he's going to do in the future, what the rest of his career looks like, if he wins a chip this year. Five yes. rings. Yeah. Is Curry better than Magic? Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm glad we all agree on that. Because he would have all of – he already has pretty much all of the individual stats, and then once he gets the fifth ring, it'll be all the team stats too that he needs. Yeah. And you could say three of those he 100% led his team if he wins this year. He had KD for two of them, but I don't want to hear that super team bullshit because LeBron won. Did Steph and KD win two together? Yeah. I thought they only won one. I thought so, too. No, I'm pretty sure KD has two rings. No, yeah, you're right. KD, yeah, KD won has two, two finals rings. MVPs. Yeah, both with the – so those were the only two rings out of Steph's five. Were s- Four. Well, out of – if, if he wins sorry. this year. Yeah, 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 it's hypothetical. It would be – He's only got one finals MVP, though. Yeah, but, I mean, his numbers in the playoffs have been great every year that they went. Yeah, but – And he's been the team leader every year that they've been. If you need one shot – the Martians beam down and invade Earth. Who do you want? Did Give he? me Iguodala. <laughs> do y'all it's the dumbest shit I've ever heard Max Kellerman say. Do y'all think he deserved that finals MVP? Curry? No, Iguodala. Yeah. He was dog in that year. Yeah. He was dog in that year. He clutched up in pretty much all those games. I mean, Curry, Curry put up the numbers, but when it came down to, like, fourth quarter, last shot. Curry or, like, defense. Kinda, Curry kind of faded a little bit. He's gotten better as his careers went on, yeah. being being that player in the clutch. But, okay, cool. I'm glad we can all agree on that. Even even without another ring, Curry's a top ten player all the time. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely top two point guard. And, I don't know, the only thing LeBron, you could say LeBron's the best at, is small forward. He's the best small forward of all time. That's guaranteed, yeah. But, I mean, he plays very different than, like, MJ or Kobe, kind of by choice, because he's a more – not that he's pass-first, but he's more pass-friendly. 
Right. Yeah, he's always been more of like a facilitator. Facilitator. Yeah. Definitely not the GOAT. I don't know. I was talking to, we were, me and Lance were talking to my dad about it the other day because I'm a huge MJ fan coming from a huge MJ fan. Um, yeah, his and dad, my dad, and my his dad, dad kind of like, his dad was kind of like, my dad kind of broke it down. One, as, as somebody who got to watch both MJ and LeBron play, yeah. my dad will tell you that MJ has better skills. Like, MJ was the better basketball player, just a better athlete. And he could score at will. Like, nobody could ever score like MJ could score. But he made a good point. Every single one of these guys that are in the GOAT conversation all played in different eras. MJ's peak was in a different era than Kobe's peak, which was in a different era than LeBron's peak, which was in a different era than Bill Russell's peak. (laughs) Yeah. The NBA logo is some dude that played in the 70s or the 60s, Jerry West. So it's hard to compare these guys when the game has changed so much. I mean, like when, so when Bill Russell was playing, they didn't even have a three-point line. Yeah. When Mike got into the league, I still don't think they had a three-point line in 84. Yeah, they did. Didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, it came in, what, late 70s? But you've still got some of these all-time greats that you talk about that didn't even have – there were great shooters that didn't even have a three-point line back then. And so it's just hard to, like, compare different eras. Yeah. Which I think is a more, at least for the players, it's a more fair way of looking at it for the players. <laughs> like, you could make the argument Curry or LeBron yeah, right now, but it's hard to compare, like... Curry, LeBron, KD. Curry, LeBron, KD for the goat of this generation. But it would then be hard to look back at, like, the early 2000s and compare LeBron to Kobe. Because Kobe's got, what, five rings? Yeah. Yeah, Kobe's got five chips. Kobe put up the numbers. Bad. Don't do that. That's terrible. I wasn't trying to say it in, like, a bad way. Oh, well, that's just... All right. I think we'll end it there. Anything else to add, gentlemen? Mm, R.I.P. Kobe. R.I.P. All right. We're out every Thursday. Check us out anywhere you get your podcast: Apple, Spotify, YouTube. We're live streaming the podcast every Tuesday now when we record. It is live on AMP, so check us out on AMP. Hopefully it's working well. We're still trying to figure that one out a little bit. Yeah. Check out all of our games and shit on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube Shorts, and hopefully we will have a big announcement for you guys next week on next week's episode so stay tuned for that we will keep you all updated i will have dylan brooks personally deliver my t-shirt yeah dude that's what we should make him wear instead of a loser shirt just make him get a fucking dylan brooks jersey (laughs) it's the ultimate loser shirt yeah but the issue is you can't see the name and the number it's on the back. Make him wear it backwards. Backwards is way <laughs> easy. If I was wearing a t-shirt backwards, I'd be sitting like this the whole time. Just pulling no, it's, a, the it's neck. a jersey, though. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, that's expensive. They've got to be on sale now, man. Come on. <laughs> that's true. Them <laughs> things are going to be 75% off. They're probably no, they'll probably, they're probably upcharging them because they're vintage now. They're, <laughs> they're rare <laughs> items. Rare items? Who the fuck wants a Dylan Brooks jersey? Well, they'll be worth money when he's on the Guangdong Tigers now. (laughs) China's calling.
All right, guys. Appreciate you for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.